lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out all of our articles and our featured guests. On this show, we have talked about the forgotten child of sports teams. And I have mentioned how there are states like New York... In states like California, where it is inevitable that there are going to be sports teams that are forgotten. They are the teams that no matter how successful they are, no matter how many good superstars they have on their roster, they will never be able to live up to their brother. They'll never be able to live up to their more successful family member. (laughs) And out there in California, I mentioned the Angels. I mentioned the Clippers. I talked about the Chargers. I talked about the Ducks, okay? Those are the teams that in California are mainly forgotten about out there in the L.A. area is that they are the forgotten child out there in L.A. Just like I mentioned in New York, how it is the Brooklyn Nets, how it is the New York Mets, the Buffalo Sabres, and the Buffalo Bills. How, for the most part, outside of the rare glimpse of when they are successful, their state does not care about them. Well, over the past couple of months, in the NBA, two of those teams have actually been making a solid effort to get people's attention. They have been making a solid attempt to get people to notice them. To say, hey, look at me. I'm here as well. Out there in New York, you have the Brooklyn Nets, who, despite making the playoffs last year, they really didn't get any respect. So what did they go out? What did they go out and do? They went and got Kevin Durant. They went out and got Kyrie Irving. Now, did they have to give up D'Angelo Russell? And give up some good quality players off their bench? Of course. But hey, we've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And that was supposed to get people to know them. They were supposed to make that the team of New York. But it still hasn't happened. As a matter of fact, even though the Knicks are not even in the playoffs, most New York media heads love to talk about the Knicks. They love to talk about the failure and the misery of the Knicks and not the success of the Brooklyn Nets. And despite the fact that the Brooklyn Nets are going to once again 
make the playoffs, considering they clinched, by the way. So now they are the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Despite all of that, they don't get much media attention. However, I believe that's going to change. Because if they start winning, then they will force New York media to talk about them. They will be forced to discuss the success of Brooklyn. But that's only if they win. That is only if they are a team that makes noise. If anybody can recall back in 2012, there was a similar situation when they acquired Darren Williams and Joe Johnson. They had Brooke Lopez. All right. They had those good talent on Brooklyn. And people gave him attention. Why? Because they had success with superstars. But it's a simple fact in the NBA. If you don't have a superstar and you're not having success, no one is going to care about you. All right? The media is not going to talk about you. Talk about you. They're not even going to discuss your name. It was like the Charlotte Hornets for those Four or five years, they were in playoff contention. They had Kimba Walker, but they never had that superstar that was going to get them all that media notoriety. But they could do that if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant would actually be on the court at the same time. That could be the case if they have young talent like Jared Allen and Spencer Dimwitty, who decide, you know what? I'm going to go on the court, we're going to play as a team, and we're going to be successful. I believe that Brooklyn, and here's my angle, is that they could potentially surpass the Knicks in terms of popularity out there in New York, but they would have to win for that to happen. All right? If they do what they've done now, which is finish 7th, finish 8th in the Eastern Conference, no one's going to care. But if you finish in the top two in the Eastern Conference, if Kyrie and Kevin Durant light up the NBA, if they're young talent like like uh, Dinwiddie and Allen, and you've got players that come off the bench and make quality minutes, you have shooters like Joe Harris. If those players can step up and help out the Brooklyn Nets, then they will eventually surpass the Knicks because there's no secret that despite the fact that they love misery, The state of New York, and more importantly, New York City, loves winners. Why do you think the Yankees are so so, uh, respected in New York? Why do you think the New York Yankees, everyone puts on that Yankees cap? You ever watch a movie based in New York? And I will guarantee you there's a 90% chance that they're going to be wearing a Yankees hat. That's how much respect they have for the Yankees, and a lot of it, can come down to, well, they've won 27 championships. All right? New York likes winning. Now, the polar opposite is actually all the way on the West Coast. We discussed the Brooklyn Nets and what I believe they can do to no longer be the forgotten child of New York. But what about the Los Angeles Clippers? Now, the Los Angeles Clippers, for a majority of their existence has been the little bro of the Lakers, okay? They're the team that in California, they give you a pat in the head and say, oh, you've done nice, but 
Have you seen all the championships the Lakers have? Oh, you, you've won a couple of playoff games? That's nice. But have you seen the rings at Staples Center? Oh, you have a very good player. Well, have you seen all the jerseys retired at the, in the rafters at Staples Center? Like, no matter what the Clippers have done, the Lakers have always been a huge shadow over them. And I have suggested in the past that they either relocate, potentially to Las Vegas, or they start winning. You want to no longer be the forgotten child in basketball in California? Start winning. What the Clippers need to do with Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, Paul George, so much talent on that roster. If you want to make the Lakers fans shut up, you want to silence all the critics, have a team that actually wins a championship. And this year, the Los Angeles Clippers have it. The Los Angeles Clippers, they have the talent behind them. In terms of depth from top to bottom, the Clippers are a lot better than the Lakers. In terms of overall depth. It's no secret that the Lakers have two and a half good players on that team. Whereas the Clippers, from top to bottom, have about six players that can put in quality minutes. They can put in that quality time and effort to put to put the ball in the basket. <laughs> All right? The Los Angeles Clippers... They have a variety. The Lakers have two good players and then a half. All right, I'll give credit to Kyle Kuzma. He deserves a half. But Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you're, they're the one and two. They're the Batman and Robin of L.A. And while Lakers fans have been gloating on social media about how it's our time and how I never gave up on the team, well, Clippers fans will look at you and tell you to, you know what? Because Los Angeles Clippers fans have never had a championship. Clippers fans have never had the opportunity to see them in a finals. Because the Clippers have never gotten that opportunity, mainly because they are overshadowed, once again, by their big bro out there in L.A., and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. There is no doubt in my mind, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Clippers fan, I'm saying this because it's a fact. People in L.A. love winners. I mean, heck, I said the Anaheim Ducks were the forgotten child in hockey, but when they won a cup in the mid-2000s, people celebrated. People enjoyed the fact that they won a championship. The Angels... The Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles, of Orange County, of the San Andreas Fault, when they won a championship in the early 2000s, people took notice and for about a year, and then it, they eventually forgot about them as well. But the point I'm making is that when they win, people take notice. But how you keep that momentum is that you keep winning. How you keep on track and make sure that people take notice is that you win one championship, but then you keep going, all right? You keep adding on to the, those accolades. You add more awards. You add more banners up there in the rafters. That is how you no longer become forgotten, and you eventually become the guy out there in your state. 
Now, am I saying that the Lakers are ever going to be a distant to the Clippers? No. But what I am going to say is that my angle is that the Clippers win a championship. L.A. will finally have to take notice of their forgotten child in the NBA. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281. This is the 
Sports Angle. I'm your host, Baca. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. For everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas. And CBS Sports KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 on the AM dial in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. Awards in the NBA. Now, this has been a discussion that most people either don't want to talk about or they are shy when it comes to conversation, all right? They walk around it, okay? It's like a mine. They pretty much just go, all right, we're not going to step here. All right, we're going to walk around the conversation. Okay, they'll talk about the awards, but they'll never dig deep into, okay, but why did this guy get this? Why is this person nominated for that? And there has been, for the most improved player in the NBA, this idea that you're actually giving it to the best improved player in the NBA. While there's been people like me for the past two years who's been calling it what it is. The most improved player is a popularity contest for you're not MVP, so we're going to give you an award as a participation trophy. Okay? That's the way I've always seen the most improved player. And when you've seen the winners of those awards, I mean, it backs it up very well. I mean, the last five award winners for the NBA most improved Yeah, tell me if these actually are most improved or were they just popularity contests? So we're going back five years. 2015, Jimmy Butler. Now, Jimmy Butler was already a superstar with the Chicago Bulls. He was already an established name by that point. So how is he most improved? Or was it? Because he was a popular name at the time, and they wanted to give him an accolade. So they said, here you go. Here is the most improved player. Now, go make yourself some money next year. Because I'm leaning towards that option because, once again, he was already a known name. The next year, C.J. McCollum, 2016. The Portland Trailblazers a guard who was already established as a solid top five shooting guard in the NBA. Let me ask everyone who's listening right now. If you are already a top five player in your position, how are you most improved? Explain to me that logic outside of it being a popularity contest, how a player that's among the top in his position would have had the most improved of that year. Because I don't believe that's possible. I don't think there is any way how a player who is at the top, the player who is among the best of the best at his position, would have to be classified as most improved. But let's keep this going. The next year, 2017, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the guy who won MVP last year, two years prior, had won most improved. But 
Giannis was already an established name by that point. He was already making solid numbers in Milwaukee in 2017. He was already a top guy in their organization. Did he really deserve most improved? Or once again, was it a popularity contest? Oh, we couldn't give you one of the top awards, so we're going to give you this minor award because participation trophy. The very next year, Victor Oladipo, 2018. Once again, Victor Oladipo was already an all-star. Victor Oladipo was already an established star in the NBA when they gave him the most improved player in the NBA. I mean, I will wait for anybody to give me a rebuttal here, but the most improved player, just using the eye test, looks like a popularity. It genuinely seems to me that they're giving the most improved player to a player who is already a superstar, but you know what? We're going to give you a trophy. We're going to give you this participation trophy because you're an established name. And last year, by the way, was Pascal Siakam, a guy who, by the way, was on the Toronto Raptors team that went to the NBA championship. So a guy was most improved, but he also was on the team that won the NBA finals. That makes sense. Now this year, Luka Doncic for the Dallas Mavericks a guy that I have praised heavily on this show, is up for the most improved player in the NBA. And he has actually gone on record and has said to take my name off the most improved. Now, isn't that alarming? That a player would want his name taken off the most improved player list? Is it because he wants someone else who deserves it to actually have the award? Is it the fact that Luka Doncic actually knows what this award represents? That it's not actually about the most improved player. That's Devontae Graham. We'll get to that in a second. But it's the fact that Luka Doncic understands the only reason why they put him on the ballot is that he could win And they could give him a trophy and say, well, but look, he was the most improved player, even though he's already the best player on the Dallas Mavericks. Well, he's the most improved player, even though he was already an all-star. In fact, he was actually one of the starting five at the all-star game. But he's a most improved player, even though he's been in the league for multiple years and I will say, is already a top 10 player in the NBA. Like, NBA, here's my angle straight up. How about you rename this as from the most improved player? You cross that out, and you go the most popular player. How about you change the category to that? How about we make it realistic and say the most popular player? In the NBA. Because it's a popularity contest. This award means nothing. Because you're not giving it to a player who's actually improved. 
you're giving it to an already established name. And I actually said Devontae Graham a while ago. His name is on the ballot from the Charlotte Hornets. If there was anyone who actually deserved this trophy, and if they actually did the most improved, Devontae Graham from the Charlotte Hornets, he has been working his butt off to get better in the NBA. I have watched his video of him working his way up for the Charlotte Hornets organization. Trust me, Devontae Graham, he has paid his dues, and he has earned that spot in Charlotte. And he has gotten better every single year he's been in the NBA. Even Luka Doncic said that Devontae Graham should earn the most the, the most uh, improved player in the NBA. And I agree with Luka Doncic. If this is actually an award about the most improved player, why not give it to a guy who actually improved? Why not give it to a guy who actually earned that name? Because Devontae Graham will be a star in the NBA if he keeps on improving at the rate he is now. But he deserves it. So my angle, yes, take Luka off and give it to Devontae Graham if it is actually about being the most improved. And if you give it to Luka, and I'll say this now, if you give it to Luka at the award ceremony, how about you scratch out improved right over it, popular, and give it to him instead? Because it is a popularity contest if you give it to a all-star and one of the best players in the NBA. It's a joke. But yet again, most of these awards in the NBA are jokes anyway. Defensive player of the year? I mean, when's the last time the NBA had an actual form of defense? NBA six-man? I mean, yeah, I know it's coming off the bench is important and you have to give them accolades, but when you've had the same two guys winning the six-man over and over again, at some point, you got to retire the, the award. At some point, you have to rename it the Lou Williams Award and just retire it outright. I mean, outside of the NBA MVP, does anyone really care about the rest of the awards? Like, be honest with me. Outside of the NBA MVP... Do you care at all about any of the awards? Because I don't. I do not care about general manager of the year. I don't care about coach of the year. I don't care about all of these awards at that award ceremony. Uh, to me, honestly, I think that they do it just to pad the runtime for starters. But secondly, it's a participation trophy for all the people in the NBA. You got a trophy. You got a trophy. Everyone gets a trophy. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? 
Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub. 5-4-2-8-1. That's 800-755-4281. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Baco. 
We are live on we are live on AMP TV, double A M P TV. For everyone listening on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, CBS Sports KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 12:30 on the AM dial in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. College football over the past two weeks has undergone this massive change in terms of you've had entire conferences bow out with the MAC conference. You have had UConn cancel their football program for the 2020 season. You had the conference-only schedules. There has been all of these brand-new developments that have been happening in college football. And yet, it just keeps on coming. It just keeps developing time and time again. Now, in college football recently, in the Pac-12, there was this list of demands that Pac-12 players wanted from their conference before they started the 2020 season. And there were people that were mixed on it. There were purists who said, you know what, just play the game. There were people that, you know what, they respected it and said, yeah, they should get these demands. Absolutely, they deserve it. Well, over the last couple of days, there has been a huge shift where it's not just the Pac-12 anymore. It is all Power 5 conferences. Hashtag We Are United was trending on Twitter as all five conferences and players from the Big Ten, the ACC, the Big the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the SEC all united together, and they backed those list of demands. And we are going to break down those demands because I will say the first line of demands are actually very reasonable. Establish universal mandated health and safety procedures and protocols to protect college athletes against COVID-19 among all conferences throughout the NCAA. This is very fair. If the NFL is going to have health and safety protocols, if the NBA is going to have health and safety protocols, MLB, NHL, NASCAR, Formula One, If all of them are going to have health and safety protocols, then they should do the same thing for college football. So the first one, I have absolutely no problem with. All these other sports are doing it. College football should be the same. I have no problem with it. Now, the next two are kind of combined, so I'm going to do them as a combined statement. Give players the opportunity to opt out and respect their decision. Guarantee eligibility whether a player chooses to play the season or not. Now, I am nobody who does, um, in terms of, like, I'm not a lawyer. Like, I'm not someone who understands, you know, that side of sports. But from what I've understood about eligibility... I've understood about transfers and opting out in college. I believe that would have to be a waiver in your scholarship itself. 
Like there would have to be a clause in your scholarship that would have to be used for that. So for those other two that I just mentioned, I believe they would have to deal with the actual school itself because that would have to be a waiver in your scholarship. Now, for anyone who actually knows more knowledge about it, if you want to comment on AMP TV or message me at Rocco Kelly Radio on social media, definitely I will be happy to read it. But that's what I've always understood about it is that you'd have to get a waiver from your like your scholarship waiver, but that would be school to school. Like I don't think that could be a mandated type of situation. But yet again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal person, so I'm not gonna hundred percent look you into the camera and say, "Oh yeah, it's this, this, and this," because then I would not be telling you uh, the truth. Now the next one is the controversial part. The next statement is where there has been a divide. There's been a fork in the road. And this is where you have purists and you have diehard fans that are split at the moment. Use our voices to establish open communication and trust between players and officials. Now, my angle is that that is too broad. Okay, that is a really broad statement, and it's really undefined. Okay, so what do they mean by establishing open communication? Because open communication can mean anything. Open communication could be a variety of subjects. To me, that is too broad, but let's continue. Ultimately, create a college football players association. I'm going to repeat this again. Create a college football players association. Now, I know what they're doing. They're trying to establish the NFL Players Association, except it would be the CFP Association. Okay? It would be the College Football Players Association. And there are people who are all for it, There are former athletes that are totally by their side and they want it to happen. And then there are people like me who say, don't they realize that creating a union is just going to cause more problems down the line? Don't people understand that having a union for college football, that would cause so many additional problems that it actually wouldn't be worth it to begin with. Having a players association, MLB showed it and the NFL showed it, that having a players association is has one pro and that it protects the boys, that it protects the locker room. But there are so many cons behind it because once you add a players union, once you add an association That causes a rift between the conferences, causes a rift with the owners, causes a rift with the athletic directors. It causes a rift with all the player uh, front office personnel and all the staff members. It will cause a rift between the players and the people that are actually working for those universities. It would cause a rift for recruiting. 
It would cause a rift in all of these situations that is part of college athletics. I don't believe this is a good idea. In fact, I think this is a terrible idea to create a college football players association. Okay? Now, if I had a boot button, I would do it right now. But since we don't have one, I'm just going to do one instead. Boo. Boo. Having a players association is flawed. There are so many cons that would come from it that it would not be worth the hassle to put it in place. Now, once again, I agree with the first part. Having the health and safety protocols for the college football season, if the professional leagues can do it, college football should be able to have their health and safety protocols. Okay, there should be something like that in place because during this whole COVID situation, other leagues have done it. They have added health and safety protocols. I'm on there. The whole transfer and eligibility, that would be up to your scholarship. There would have to be waivers put in place. So that would be up to them, okay? That would be up with the college itself. But the last part I absolutely disagree with, and for the people that are arguing for it, go to our chat on AMP TV, double AMP TV, and you tell us why you think it's a good idea for college football to have a union, for them to have a players association. Because I don't believe that a players association would fix what they're thinking it would. Because I get it. I understand why they want this. That's because in a players association, it would protect the boys. It'd protect the locker room. It'd protect that brotherhood that you have when you play college football. I get it. But, okay, so if you're going to establish a union, let's go, let's dig a little deeper here. You're going to establish a union. Now, what does that have to inquire? All right, are you wanting uh, money? Are you wanting jobs on the side? Are you wanting certain type of benefits? Are you wanting some type of um, additional upgrades? Some initiatives? What would a players association do to benefit the players? Because I believe that if they went after any of those I just said, college football athletic directors and conference directors would sit there and say no. They would put their foot down and say absolutely not. And I'm all for it. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco, and we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. 
For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. For everyone listening on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV, go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our articles and our featured guests. Continuing on the discussion about a college football players association, pretty much a union, I have said flat out that I think it's a terrible idea I'm not against the other demands that these college football players have. I agree with the health and safety protocols. The whole opt-out and transfer and eligibility, I'm not a legal person, so I would leave that up to the scholarship waivers of the actual conferences and schools themselves. Now, the problem I do have with the College Football Players Association is that 
if they're wanting to get money, if they're actually wanting to get money that's not under the table, then you know what? You would have to figure out a market. You would have to understand that you'd have to figure out a set price for certain positions because we know it. Everyone listening right now, you know it, that if a college football system was actually being paid not under the table, if college football was fair, it would go, it would throw the entire system off. If players were not getting paid under the table and instead they were actually getting paid legitimately, like on signing day, you'd hear that, oh, this player got $5,000. Oh, this guy signed for $10,000. If it was legitimate and actually players decided to actually do it legit, it would throw out the entire system. It would go out of whack because a top 100 player would sit there and go, wait a minute, that guy got $5,000 more than me. Uh, why is that? Oh, wait, that guy, he got a, got $1,000 more than me? All right, what's the difference? Like, the whole market and the whole system would be out of whack for a simple fact that you would have an ego problem. That you would have those top 100 players asking for a lot of money. Now, do they do it behind the scenes? They probably do. But what I'm saying is that, that it was an open discussion. If it wasn't behind closed doors, and, you know, Fox Sports, for example, could tell you how much money a player signed for, that would make everything worse. Because that Players Association, if it did happen, would then complain and go, well, that guy got, got more money than me. Explain this. All right, this guy got more incentives to me. Explain that. I'm not for this Players Association because then the bag man, which is a person that's associated with the university that gives money to a high school athlete to sign with them on National Signing Day, a bagman would pretty much no longer be in existence. Instead, boosters would just be able to nonchalant walk down to a campus and say, hey, kid, here's a bag of money. Now you're going to be on our team. Right? I mean, Sonar, isn't that what I'm kind of alluding to here? That if you made a player's association, you are getting rid of the behind-the-scenes, under-the-table players getting paid, but the problem would lie that if a player got paid more money than a certain player that was above them, that player would then come back and say, wait a minute, I'm ranked higher than that guy on the top 100, but he got more money than me. Explain this. All right, that guy got more incentives than me. I'm ranked 22nd, and he's ranked 35th. Explain that. Well, it's because you're bringing ranking into it. You, everybody who doesn't want this system already turns around and says, well, they're already getting paid in education. But even though I'm ranked higher than you, I'm still getting the same education, right? I'm not getting more education or less education. That's my payment for playing, right? Well, I mean, it depends on the school. But yes, theoretically, everyone's getting the same in terms of pay for education. Yeah, regardless of, of your ranking, regardless of your ranking, you're still getting the same education. So why can't you turn around and say that I'm getting the same payment? 
everybody gets the same payment because you're a student athlete. If you're a, a, a freshman, you get this amount. If you're a, se- a senior, you get this amount. You scale it up as it goes because you played longer. Hopefully, you uh, you contributed more to the team, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't understand why it has to be all of a sudden ranking is what pays you more because, because the precedent has already been set that all of the players are equal and they're all student athletes first. Students first. So if you're complaining about getting paid more, then uh, then why, where's your argument that they're getting more or less education in the payment? I'll explain it like this. When a player is being recruited, there is that was the, the ranking system. Five-star, four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star. All right? And high school recruiting, the more stars you have and the higher of your ranking, that is theoretically more money you can make under the table. Theoretically and under the table. And you could also make more money when you go to the draft in two to three years. Okay, that's what they tell a lot of high school athletes. Okay, you know what? You're a top 100 recruit. You know what? You come to our school, you come to the ACC, and after two years, you're going to be a millionaire. All right? That's what they tell a lot of athletes behind the scenes. Okay? They go to recruiting. They'll go to the kid's house as a coach or as a booster, and they'll sit down with them and they'll say, you know what? In two to three years, you're going to be a millionaire. So how about you come to my school, you go win us a championship and help us win that. We'll pay you a little bit sum under the table. And then when you're a millionaire, you wear our college loud and proud when you're winning Super Bowls and winning accolades in the NFL. They do that all the time. But they're not supposed to, is what you, right? They're not supposed to do that thing. Hold on. They're not supposed to. But there's a thing called a bag man. And a bag man is someone who's technically not affiliated with the university that pays high school athletes before National Signing Day to come to their school. Here is what the Players Association would pretty much do. They would eliminate the bag man, and pretty much they would have a booster affiliated with the school pretty much pay them outright. Here's the problem that I'm saying would happen. And I'm saying that this would be inevitable. Let's say that you are a top 100 recruit. You're a five-star player, okay, at defensive end for sake of the argument. Okay, you're the best defensive end in the state of California. All right, and let's just throw a college out there, USC. Let's say that they pay you $3,000. They pay you up to $5,000 to come to your school, and you're the number one ranked defensive end. Okay? This illegal sign-on bonus that you're talking about, right? Well, right now, it's uh, it's technically illegal, but yeah, you're pretty much paying them for them to sign on the dotted line. Okay, illegal sign-on bonus. Go ahead. But under this scenario, it would be legal. So let's just play this out. So if there was a player's association and money was involved... They would be able to sign legally. Like, you you could actually say, hey, this player signed for this much on National Signing Day. So, let's say that number one defensive end signs for $3,000 at USC. But the number two ranked defensive end signs for $4,000 at Alabama. Okay? 
that player signed for only $1,000 more. Shouldn't be that much of a difference, right? But this is where ego comes into play. This is where that whole clash of, wait a minute, I'm the number one ranked defensive end. Why did he get more money than me? Wait a minute, I'm ranked higher on the... uh, on okay. the twenty four seven sports well, ranked top one hundred. Well, let me let me talk uh, talk about this a little bit. You're already talking about a practice that's illegal and shouldn't be happening in the first place, right? And it would be already legal under un, okay. No, no, no. They w- it wouldn't be legal to just pay everybody arbitrarily whatever they want to. That's not the precedent to just say that's- we're just going to make whatever is illegal legal again. No, you turn around and you say, look. This is the amount of money that each student athlete gets based off of the years that they were part of the team. You're part of the team as a senior because you walked all the way through. You get more money. Flat out done. Don't talk about bag men. Don't talk about stuff under the table because that's not part of the system. That's not part of the regulations. That's not part of anything that's there. Sure. Now you can get sign-on bonuses and everything else, but now every single cent is reported. So if I turn around and say, I'm better ranked than this guy, why is he getting paid more? You can report that guy for making illegal payments because everybody gets the same. Now there's an incentive for the people that are butthurt about somebody else getting paid more, which they shouldn't be in the first place because, again, every student athlete is is uh, equal, right? Every student athlete is getting paid the exact same amount right now. Okay, now here's where I'm going to throw a wrench into your idea. Okay, so everyone is the same, okay? So all student athletes are the same, correct? Yeah. That's the precedent that everybody has set. Student athletes get paid in education. Okay, that's the precedent. That that's the precedent. Okay. So, how about this then? Explain this. You're a one-star player. Okay, you are a backup on a college football team. And then there's a four-star who's actually the starter on that team. You're telling me they're going to get paid the same amount of money? Yes, they be already up, be- get paid the same amount. They already no, they get don't. paid the same amount no, of don't. education. According no, to the NCAA, the they get paid the same amount. Now, you want to talk about under the table or somebody happened to give him a sandwich one time. That's not part of the system. Those are people that are acting illegally outside of the system. This is not a guarantee. This is an illegal act outside of the NCAA's guidelines. So, by all means, I can give them as much money as I want to. But that is still illegal. It is not in any kind of way condoned by the NCAA. Okay, we're th- you're talking about the current system. I'm you're talking about the current I'm, system. Bagging in and getting system. paid under the table. Okay, you're talking about the current system. Let's get back to what I was talking about. The Players Association. Their idea of creating a college football players association similar to the NFL player association, similar to the NBA player association. Now, why is that player association put into place in professional sports? For two reasons. One, to handle the contract side of it. To make sure that the boys, the people in the locker room, get paid accordingly. That's one of the major reasons. But secondly, it's also kind of for health reasons as well. 
to make sure that there's no one being screwed by the owners, by coaching staff, stuff like that. But how do you correlate that to college football? Well, how about this? Under the current system, yes, there is illegal payments. Uh, absolutely. But under a proposed system, that would not exist because a players association would be put in place for one reason, to make sure that the players would get paid accordingly. That's it, The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. So long, everyone. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. Looking for a way to make online learning a better option for your family? When it comes to virtual learning, experience matters. Tuition-free K-12-powered schools are ready to put over 20 years of experience to work for you, giving your child the personalized learning they deserve without disruptions. With a K-12-powered school, students gain the skills they need to be prepared for their next steps in life, building a better future for each one of us. K-12, education for any one. Learn more at k12.com. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.